Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. I promised I would do one tonight. It's been a long day, a long weekend, a long week, a long season. Uh, I'll let a couple of you guys get on. And while you're doing that, I'll just say, you know, it's funny because we, we thought we'd be done probably one or two days after the election and uh, we had already lacked so much sleep back in that time period. We fought so hard. And then uh, after the election, it, it's, it's ended up being that we're probably fighting harder than we did before the election. So uh, the amount of sleep that many of us are getting is very small amount. So I, uh, I, I do these broadcasts, uh, you know, because it's, it's a good way for us all to get together and to talk and uh, just talk through some things. So thank you for tuning in. I want to say uh, I do get it from both sides. Uh, I get attacked from one side and then I get attacked from the other side. So fun times, right? Fun times. I'm really a nice guy. I promise. I'm really a nice guy. Uh, but uh, there's always somebody mad at me. And so if I ever come across as like I'm passionate or upset or angry, I don't mean to. Uh, but there are people that, you know, uh, have so many things to say, just so many things to say. Uh, and that's fine. Everybody should be able to, to speak. That's what we believe in, free speech, right? That's what we're fighting for. So I'm not against your ability to have free speech, but uh, just try to be kind. Try to be kind. We're all human. We're out here. We're, we're making great sacrifices. Somebody was trying to accuse me of, of making money off of that. You must make so much money off of that. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, people have a lot of misconceptions. And that, and that really leads me to some of the things I want to talk about today, and then we could take some questions because uh, I want to do a question stream tonight. But, you know, there's a lot of information and there's a lot of disinformation that's out there right now. Uh, and I want to address this because it's important. It's concerning to me because I think that disinformation is a, strat a strategy and a tactic that the enemy uses because what it does is if they can get disinformation shared from our side, from patriots, from Christians, you know, uh, then, then it, what it does is it discredits us. So what we need to do is just be wise. That's why I talk a lot about discernment, you know, inquiring of God, you know, putting it through a couple filters, researching. Um, all these things are important. If you, if you research, you know, if somebody sends you a link, and some guys on there, you know, my first question is, well, who is this guy? You know, is, is this a credible person, right? And then, and then the second thing after that, you know, I kind of look at some of the other things that this person's put out there and go back to some of their past broadcasts. And, you know, no one gets it right all the time, but is this like somebody who's known for sharing what I call clickbait or, you know, information that, you know, uh, will, you know, clickbait will get shared. Like if you put some bombastic false information out there, uh, those articles tend to go viral. It's a known fact. And I, and I know this from a marketing standpoint, you know, because it's called clickbait. So there are certain people that they want, you know, they're either trying to get more followers or they want a name for themselves or they want to have a platform or maybe they really just do believe it. You know, maybe they're just gullible and they believe it or whatever. But a, a lot of times they're, they're, they're knowingly putting out information that is, is disingenuous. And what it does is, you know, it, it puts uh, people that are truth seekers like us uh, in a bad position because if we don't do our own real research and due diligence, then unfortunately we can get caught up in this. So we need to be careful to look. And, and I, you know, somebody today said, well, you sound like the mainstream media. No, I'm not the mainstream media. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you followed me for a while, you know the things I talk about. So we'll get into 
some of these things. But I just, I wanted to start with this because I, I have been seeing a lot of disinformation, misinformation. So before you share it, before you're sharing, a lot of people are sharing in Messenger. We're all concerned about the tech oligarchs and their censorship. And we're seeing the many plans that they have. And, they're, they, you know, Biden hasn't even taken office. And yet, look what, look what they're already doing, right? So we can only imagine what their desire would be to do if Biden were to take office. So, um, so you know, many people are asking the question, of course, you know, is there still time? Is there anything that Trump can do? Is he going to do something? And here's my philosophy on this. I want to share this with you guys. Um, I know people... In, in, the, in this administration, obviously. I know people around the administration. I know many, many people in government around the country. I know leaders and spiritual leaders. And I'm not saying this to be braggadocious or prideful. I'm saying it because it's just a fact. It's true. Um, and, and so, you know, I know a lot of people like that. And I will tell you, I've had a lot of conversations with them, some of them in, in places that are, you know, pretty cool places like Mar-a-Lago, places like that, you know, where you're, you're brushing elbows with these guys and you're talking to them. And, you know, some of them are in-depth conversations, you know, half hour, 45 minutes even, right? But the thing is this, is that from an intelligence standpoint, I just want to share this, is, is that even if somebody's like the director of national intelligence, even if somebody's a high-level, high-ranking person, they're not just going to share classified information unless they're foolish. And maybe, they're, I mean, there are some people that leak. We know there's a lot of leaky people out there. But what I'm saying is, is that somebody that's a, a, an integrous person, they're, they're, they operate in integrity, they're not just going to share all the plans. So I'm, I'm, I'm building this because I want you to understand this, is because even if you know these people, literally know them, it, there's about 10 people right now in our country that probably are, are really read in on everything that's going on right now. 10 people. We have, what, 300-something million people in our country, right? I don't know the exact number. I know it's like probably about 350 million, something like that, you know, around there, of American citizens. In our country and in our world, on our planet right now, there's about 10 human beings that have a pretty good idea what's going to happen in the next 10 days and what Donald Trump is doing. And I'm not one of those 10. And I'm going to tell you something. I'd say probably 99.999, if not 100% of the people that are sharing these videos online that claim they know what's going to happen in the next 10 days, I'm pretty sure they're not one of those 10 people either. So I just want you to think about that because even when you know these people that are the people that are involved, they don't share the plans. In fact, if you think about what the Trump administration says, think about it. What is one of their big mottos is, is that we don't tell people ahead of time what we're going to do. So all these people that claim to know what's going on, unless there's intentional leaking to form a narrative, many, if not most of these people have no clue what they're saying. And so I just want us as we have to think as rational human beings, the way that the chain of command works is, is that. They're not going to be telling some internet guy that no one's ever heard of before that's out there telling you he's got all the information. Do you really think that that guy has all the information? That one of those 10 people called that guy up and said, hey, here's what's going on, blah, 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 blah. No. Now, I had to say that to say this. Does that mean that something's not going to happen? And that I would say, no. We don't know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, because those 10 people and Donald Trump and God pretty much know what's going to happen. And so what I said today was, you know what, let's be wise. You know, there are people saying that, you know, the power grid could go down. There's people saying that, you know, all these different things are going to happen. You know what, I, I'm not like a crazy hoarding person where I have like a bunker in my backyard or anything. 
But you know what? I think it's wise to have supplies. Why not have supplies, especially in this time that we're in? I think it's wise to have water, to have a generator if you have one. That would be smart to have gas for it, have your cars full tank, have means to cook in case the power were to go out for a couple of days or weeks. You know, we should just be thinking about this anyway. If you've ever lived in a disaster area, I mean, gosh, there was just a bomb that went off in Nashville. You know, the, I think the people there were without internet for a while, but you know, how many other times with different natural disasters or earthquakes or we don't ever know what's going to happen. So we should always have a plan and we should always be somewhat prepared and especially in today's uncertain times. So I would say be prepared, get food, probably at least for two weeks. If you can get a generator, get, get the needed supplies just in case this stuff does go down because we are at an unprecedented time in our history. And many things could happen. There's a lot of variables. There's a lot of variables. I'm not even talking about what's going on in our country. There's also variables with other countries in the world. You know, there's, there's, there's tensions with Iran right now. There's tensions with China. You know, uh, we're, we're having little, um, you know, uh, brawls in the air and on the sea with China and with Russia and with Iran, and now North Korea is, is, is saying they're gonna build their nukes up again because they're not sure what this next uh, government in America is gonna look like. So they're trying to you know, flex their muscle now. So there's, there's, there's geopolitical consequences of, of an election as well. And so it's not just what's happening here in America. People ask me, well, are, there, are, there, are there Chinese troops in, in Canada? Yes, we've been able to confirm that there were some Chinese troops in Canada, but not a lot um, to our knowledge. Uh, I have heard that China is trying to build a base, uh, you know, uh, in the in the islands below Florida, a couple hundred miles. You know that that's confirmed. Um, China has been trying to flex their navy around the world. They do have, uh, you know, I think it's two carriers now, uh, but they're going to continue to build their naval assets. And of course, they're uh, one of the countries in the world that has stealth uh, aircraft and fifth generation aircraft. And and so we need to keep an eye on China. But China has been smart. They've also been infiltrating from within. And yes, I did hear that there was some Chinese uh, troops in Mexico too. I mean, I don't know how many, not a lot, but there's been some intelligence that said that there has been some down in Mexico and Juarez area. And we've known that there's been ISIS terrorists found down there. That's why the Southern border, border is so important because people try to infiltrate our country. So there's all types of threats. I, I once had a friend that was, uh, you know, in, in a high level military position, a friend from uh, childhood. And he said, Todd, if you knew all the things that I hear every single day, you probably couldn't sleep at night. And this has been going on for quite some time during the war on terror and different things. So, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts all the time. Uh, but, but the thing is, is that we've entered into this new period and there's a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of things and, and rightfully so, because I don't want to give you a false hope and say that everything's going to be okay. Because truthfully, if Joe Biden were to take office in 10 days, uh, he would be the commander in chief. He would be in charge of the military and it would be very hard to oust him. I know many people are saying, well, he could be ousted after he, it would be very hard. Even if it's not him, it could be Kamala, right? They, she, you know, they, they could get rid of Biden within a couple of months. Who knows? But because of the research that I've done for many years and many of you have as well, there is something in our spirit that's concerning us and it's far beyond just an election. There's a lot of Christians and people out there that are saying, well, we'll just regroup and, and you know, we'll, we'll come back in 2022 or we'll regroup and, and you know, pr Trump can, you know, win in 2024. He's got the momentum. And, 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 and I understand and, and that's great. I mean, it's real positive thinking and I get it. But let's just be honest here, okay? We just witnessed what happened in Georgia. 
and with the two, the two senators, which, by the way, turned around and stabbed President Trump in the back, Kelly Lofter. But, but let's just think about this again, okay? We just saw what happened down there. Now, if anybody thought that, you know, all eyes were going to be on Georgia, and this time it was going to be different, right? And, and remember we were watching that night, and they were ahead, and, you know, and everything was looking good, and it was almost like a repeat of election night for the presidential election. All of a sudden, the votes started shifting, and then all of a sudden the momentum fizzled out, and by the end of the night, and the next day, the Democrats had won, Right? So this is my concern going forward. And, I, and I've been a California resident for 20-something years, you know, and I've watched uh, what's happened in California where there's been tremendous amounts of voter fraud, ballot harvesting, and it's been very hard to flip some of these seats. Now, have we seen some wins like Mike Garcia and others recently? Yes, but it's very hard to win a race in California because you have to overwhelm the system because of all the ballot harvesting and voter fraud and voter irregularities. And so California has is, is, is become a one-party state due to all of that. It's so corrupt. The entire state is so corrupt when it comes to voting. So if you think about that, you know, that, that is the plan nationwide. Uh, you know, there'll be redistricting. There'll be, um, you know, adding new states, possibly D.C. and Puerto Rico. Uh, they want to pack the court. Um, you know, if these Dominion systems aren't looked at in this election, then who's to say they're not going to use them again with the algorithms and the Smartmatic and all the different things that they, they did to flip votes. And that brings me to the next question. Many people are saying, well, you know, put up or shut up. You know, where's the proof? Where's the proof? And I get it. It's frustrating. Uh, but, you know, you have to remember we haven't had one day in court to actually present the evidence. It's only been kicked out based on standing and procedural things, but there's never been an actual court case where the evidence has been able to be presented to the court. And, uh, and you know, if you talk to Sydney Powell, she'll tell you that that is uh, all available on her web website, sydneypowell.com. And so now what I'm seeing is, is there's like this uh, viciousness in between, like from Christian to Christian, because some Christians are now saying they want to move on and, you know, they're just uh, saying, okay, Biden won. And then other Christians are really passionate and saying, no, we got to continue to fight. We gotta. So we're at this, uh, again, another precipice moment. And I'm going to take some questions now. But, but I get it from both sides because some people are saying I'm too, too supportive of Trump and that I'm too, I got too much faith and that I'm leading people the wrong way. And then other people say, you're not standing enough. You're capitulating. You sound like the mainstream media. It's amazing. So here's the, the questions we're going to answer. So uh, let's see here. So Tracy's saying, can you go outside during the Insurrection Act? Yes. Most likely you can, unless you're in an area where there happens to be um, some type of uh, rioting or looting, or it's an active area, which there will be, especially in uh, certain cities around the country should the president invoke the Insurrection Act. Now, the Insurrection Act is, uh, it, it, you know, a lot of people are throwing this term out, martial law. And uh, I understand, you know, we've watched movies, we've seen martial law in movies. And so that's what's in our head. And, and that's what people are talking about. If, if this were to happen, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it were to happen and the president were to invoke the Insurrection Act, or if he were to invoke his executive order, it's not going to be like we would think where tanks are rolling down the streets. But they would have to put assets in areas where there would be a propensity to have violence. So, you know, you can think of active zones like Portland, for instance, um, DC, um, you know, probably major, you know, urban uh, cities like Los Angeles, and New York, and, and other places where, the, you know, Minneapolis, different places where there could be um, rioting, Le Lexington. I mean, just different places where we've seen it already over the course of the last year or so. 
uh, it would be highly likely that they, uh, the left would activate those people again. And, uh, you know, we would see some type of, because uh, there would be an element of people that would think that the President of the United States is actually overthrowing the government. Because that's the, if you have to understand how the left thinks, you know, they're listening to CNN, MSNBC. So there's, there's people right now on the left that feel like President Trump is actually the one that's the, the tyrant that's actually going to overthrow the government. So, you know, it, it's important that we understand how other people are thinking. Because I know that people that probably listen to this broadcast, you know, are not necessarily thinking that way unless they're trolls or they're people that are trolling the site. But you have to understand that there's a good portion of America that's listening to the mainstream corporate media. And they're feeling like, um, you know, President Trump is the one. That's why they're trying to get him out. I think Nancy Pelosi knows very well uh, that what the president is capable of doing, even with 10 days left. So this is a very important period. It's a very important 10 days. And uh, that's why we're praying because we know that's what's at stake. This isn't about uh, an election. Uh, this is about going into uh, a dark period uh, spiritually as a nation. Doesn't mean we won't have revival. I believe actually revival comes from persecution a lot of times. You guys can look at history on that. So we could still see a revival either way. I believe that we're gonna see a revival in this nation just because of what's happening right now spiritually. I believe that we're gonna see a revival and a great awakening. It's already starting. But the thing is, is that unfortunately, sometimes revivals come from persecution. We're hoping that's not the way that it, that it comes out of. We're hoping it comes from a great move of God. Do we really deserve it as a country? Let's be honest. Do we deserve to, to have one more chance? I don't know. I think the only reason why we would deserve it is because there's a righteous remnant in our nation that is praying and is fasting and is interceding and is travailing and is contending and is repenting. And, and, and you know, God responds to the prayers of the righteous. So that would be why we would see more time. Also, because we're standing for life and because you know, we're, we're hoping and praying for a great awakening in this nation, a true revival to move God. So uh, let's ask another question. Uh, somebody else has another question here. Let's see. Uh, so what are people saying? Joe Biden is the president. Well, he's not the president yet. Um, they said, uh, are, 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 Joe said, are they shutting off the electricity and gas? So this is what I would think about that. Um, I, I don't think so. Um, if it is shut off, uh, it would probably be done by, um, you know, the, the bad guys, not the good guys. Uh, because you have to think about this. The president and uh, those that are, you know, if, the, if they were to do something, if they were to, to actually, you know, invoke the Insurrection Act or if they were to do the executive order, there's people that rely on electricity, um, you know, special needs people, people that need uh, care, you know, that are on certain types of beds and, and care and medical stuff. Now, the, the hospitals do have backup generators, but, you know, even those can only go for so long, I guess. But, you know, the thing is, is that there are people that require electricity. So it would, it would cost lives. And uh, not only that, but if we really went into this dark period that people are suggesting that we could, where like the power is cut, because I know that's one of the narratives out there. Think about that. There, there would be people that would die as a result of this, not just special needs people and elderly people and people that are using electricity for various reasons, but also, you know, there would be uh, murders and people would think that, you know, all, you know, everything's gone crazy and there'd be anarchists and people would try to go and kill their enemies. And, you know, you got to think about all the different things that would happen in that type of scenario. So um, I think we need to be really careful in what some people are thinking might happen. here. I don't think that that would be the case if that were to happen. Um, it's a very uh, bumpy period. Um, you know, there's no easy way out of this. Um, you know, I do believe that uh, a Biden administration is extremely dangerous because of the connections of corruption with the Ukraine and business deals with his son and, and things that he's done over the years with China, things that have come out 
it, you know, we, we've, we've publicly shared with you uh, information that, that is public information shared by the mainstream media uh, with ties and business dealings with China. And, uh, and so that, that is concerning to have a commander in chief that openly has these ties. So, um, you know, I think more could even come out uh, in the next couple of days, especially if the president decides to declassify. And that's another thing that they're concerned about is declassification. So even if he doesn't invoke the Insurrection Act, and even if he doesn't do Executive Order 218, you know, from 2018, uh, he still, um, you know, could, could do some damage in just declassifying things. Uh, but they could slow walk that, and they've done that in the past. They've slow walked things where even he has ordered it to be declassified, and they slow walked it. So that's, that's something that could happen, is they could just slow walk it, and maybe nothing would even happen. Uh, some people are saying, uh, Rose, great question, is the Insurrection Act already was in play? Um, no, there's a lot of information. This is what I was saying uh, earlier in the um, in the broadcast is that many people are saying it's, it's already been done. If it has been done, um, you know, we don't know. There's no confirmation of that. Um, certainly hasn't been released to the press because I get the press alerts. Um, we have not gotten anything to confirm that the insurrection hack has been invoked. Uh, we also have not got, I know a lot of people are talking about the Vatican. We have not gotten anything to confirm anything coming out of Italy uh, other than what that woman and the nonprofit has suggested with regard to Leonardo. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are sharing that. I think there's some legitimacy to that. But um, I, I don't hear anything about arrests that we can confirm at this time of the Pope or anybody in Italy. There's no confirmation. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means I can't confirm that. And we can only report that based on you know, credible intelligence where we have confirmation. Like I said, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's laptop was apprehended. That was stolen. So we can report that as a fact. That did happen. Uh, but I can't report that the Pope has been arrested or that anybody in Italy. I do know there's some things that are happening in Italy. Um, there's definitely, uh, you know, some destabilization in their government right now. And there's definitely moving parts. And uh, there's, you know, if you're from Italy, you know that, that there's a lot going on out there. But we can't confirm that there's uh, for sure been arrests. So good questions. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see. I thought you could not invoke the Insurrection Act after they declared Biden as the winner. Not after they declare Biden as the winner. It would only be after Biden um, is inaugurated that that would be too late because then he's the commander in chief of the military. So it technically still could happen uh, with the commander in chief. The president is the commander in chief. And uh, that's why they're talking about the 25th Amendment. That's why they're trying to get him out of power. Uh, you know, they wouldn't be worried about that with only 10 days left. The reason why they're worried about that is because they're concerned that he would invoke the Insurrection Act or they're concerned that he would declassify things. So that's why they're, they're really concerned, people like Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats and even some Republicans. That's what they're worried about. Uh, what else? What do we got out here? Let's see. I will call it the calm before the storm. Well, that is uh, a pretty popular phrase. <laughs> the president did say that uh, in, a, in a press conference when he had all his generals and a bunch of people lined up. And he said, I will call this the calm before the storm. And that really started this, this whole movement of Q and, and people follow Q. And they've always asked me, what do you think about that? And I always just say, you know what, I, I personally, uh, I think what I think of that whole Q movement is, is that it really is just a bunch of questions. You know, it, it encourages people to do their own research, and I'm all for that. You know, it'll kind of bring out certain things. But I don't, like, uh, look at it as doctrine. I look at the Bible as doctrine. I look at, you know, discernment, wisdom, you know, looking at credibility. We'll go back to the initial stages of this broadcast. You know, instead of following a movement, just, just follow the discernment of the Holy Spirit 
and ask God, is this true? And do your own research. And that's really what, you know, I mean, I think the intention of the people behind that movement would want you to do anyway is really just to study and research, right? Uh, somebody said, President Trump, uh, Parks, yeah, what's up, Parks? Trump would not carry us this far just to quit now. I don't think so. I mean, President Trump is, uh, if you look at the character of President Trump and who this man is, he said it many times, how much he believes in, you know, not quitting. And uh, so if he did, you know, if it was really just a boring next 10 days, nothing happens. Um, the only reason I could see for that would be that President Trump tried everything he could and literally in his human power, you know, he was not able to accomplish what he was set out to try to accomplish. But I think that if he can, he will. Now we got to remember, he's not God. He's not, you know, uh, he's just a human being. And so he can only do so much, but uh, I believe that he will try very hard. I think he's been probably, we call him Teflon Don. Uh, the guy's taken more heat and, uh, you know, gone against the globalists and the cabal and all the different deep state people more than anybody since JFK. So uh, if there's anybody that can do it, it would be Don, you know, and the Lord could use him. And, you know, we, we're, we're continuing to say to pray it through. So I, I, you know, I say don't pull that parachute cord just yet. Pray it through. We got 10 days Truth is, is always going to, look, time is the best truth teller. What's the worst thing that can happen is, is that it doesn't happen. And uh, we will know in 10 days, right? We will all know, uh, you know, and, and so um, that's the truth, right? That's the truth. Um, thank you, Tracy. That's very kind of you. Uh, let's see what else here. I heard the insurrection. Hey, Lester, my man, I heard the insurrection act has been signed as of yesterday. Yes, there's a lot of people putting that stuff up. Uh, somebody, uh, I think it's Nona, she's asking, is Trump going to speak tonight? I have not heard that. I do know that there's something going around the internet that's saying, that keeps saying Trump's going to speak tonight, Trump's going to speak tonight. It's old. There's also an old video of uh, my man Mike Lindell that's out there where he's on a plane. And that I just want you guys to know that was before uh, the 6th. So that was pre-January 6th, uh, that plane thing where you hear Mike Lindell and it sounds really confident and, and a lot of people are resharing it and thinking that it's more recent. We just had an exclusive interview with Mike Lindell. It's on rmntnews.com from Pastor uh, Ruth Peretti, who's an amazing pastor and dear friend uh, in Southern California. And she did an exclusive interview. You can hear it on rmntnews.com. That's rmntnews.com or remnant.news. It's an exclusive interview. And that's the latest interview that I know that's out there with Mike Lindell. I don't think he's done anything since then. Uh, Leonard Smith, just watch. He, uh, last I checked, inauguration day is January 20th. Today's the 10th. It won't happen. Hallelujah. Well, I am excited to see the faith of the people of God because, you know, I was talking with my friend who's a pastor today, and, uh, you know, we were just saying, you know, there, there was probably a lot of people at the Red Sea when uh, the Red Sea was flowing, and, and, you know, it was just a big sea. And I keep saying this, and, every, you know, the enemies of, of, of Israel were coming up fast, you know, with their chariots about to take them out and kill them. And I'm sure there was a lot of people that are, that are feeling like a lot of Christians are right now where they're just like, let's just go back to captivity or let's just give in, let's just give up. And, uh, you know, there was a very small remnant of people that believed that God could and would move. And uh, we did see that he did move. Now, my friend, Pastor Shane Eidelman, I will mention this, good dear friend of mine who I trust, and have a lot of respect for. Uh, he, he said, though, but, you know, you got to remember that was a deliverance. And right now we could be walking into judgment. And that's a good perspective. Um, and, and he's with us. He's 100 percent with us. He's praying it through and he's a patriot. So he's not trying to be negative. And uh, we just kind of talk back and forth and, and basically what we're doing on this video. 
Um, and so, you know, a lot of good pastors like him out there that we're all just trying to figure this out. Like, what is God doing? What is God saying? You know, so uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens, right? So we're, we're believing that God is going to do a miracle. We're believing that God is going to move on our behalf. We're, we're speaking it out in faith and trusting God because we're saying, listen, there's 10 days. It's not done. Why would we say it's done when it's not? In 10 days, we'll know. Time is the best truth teller, right? We're going to see what happens in 10 days. But why not continue to contend and, and believe and pray and, and believe that God can do something powerful? So that's what I would say, right? Uh, Joe Biden will never be my president, Donna. Yeah. He even said on CNN he would resign. I know. Isn't that weird? Is it some of the things that Joe Biden says, I think, or, I mean, a lot of things that Joe Biden says, let's be honest. But uh, yeah, I heard that. Somebody said, do you think Pence did the right thing? Gail, good question. Um, so there's two theories on Pence, and I'll just share them briefly. Uh, somebody says that Pence, you know, did what he was supposed to do, and he was actually following out orders. I don't necessarily believe that one, but I know a lot of people do. Uh, so we'll have to see. For me, I think Pence just pretty much showed his true colors, and unfortunately, uh, you know, he got that coin and, you know, got the affirmation of his peers, and seems to me like he showed his true colors. So that would be more what I think uh, happened, but we'll have to see. Uh, Karen, great question. I'm glad you asked because I want to talk about it. Lynn Wood, are his messages trustworthy? Woo, okay. So here's the deal. Um, Lynn Wood, I believe, is a believer. I admire the work of Lynn Wood uh, in the circles that I know and the people that I know. He's been known for a while. He's not just new on the scene. Uh, this guy has a, has a good history of being uh, somebody that, you know, has a good reputation uh, I'm surprised at some of the things that Linwood has put out there. In fact, sometimes I wonder if his account's been hacked because of the way that he's talking. I think he's passionate. And uh, here's what I would say at the end of the day is, is that, you know what? There's a lot of great men out there saying a lot of great things, but they are men. They are men and they have flesh. And they, the Bible says, die to your flesh daily. And uh, I'm not going to rely on everything that Linwood is saying. Uh, I, I think we need to take it through that same filter where we just say, Lord, is this you? Or is this flesh? And uh, that's a good way to look at it because I don't think that, you know, I, I, do, I do know that he shared something from a site called Conservative Beaver. Conservative Beaver. Um, that site in the past has put out fake news. So I was really surprised and kind of sad to see that Linwood shared that. Now, it doesn't mean that everything Linwood is saying is untrue or that he doesn't have some type of information, but uh, I would put it through the filter of the Holy Spirit and, you know, ask the Lord and we can't rely on, you know, the, the worst thing, here's the worst thing, is that we're the church no matter what. Okay, I'm speaking to you Christians, remnant people. Okay, we're the church no matter what. And the thing is, is that we don't want to make the church into, you know, buying into every single thing that all these people are saying. Because the church, we, we follow the word of God. We follow what the word of God says. We follow the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. Our mission, especially after this whole situation, is to get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. Now, we had to speak up because our nation is on the line. And so it's important that we're speaking up, we're standing up, and I'm all for that. And I've been one of the main you know, people out there, you know, lots of other people on the front lines doing that. But at the end of the day, we got to remember what the main mission is. And the main mission is to go and make disciples of all the nations, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them the ways of God. And so that is our main mission. And that's what we're meant to do, regardless of who's in the White House. So we're going to have to see how this plays out. But we're praying it through as a praying people because the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God, but with faith you can move the mountain. 
It says the faith of a mustard seed can move the mountain. So we're believing in faith that God is going to move this mountain on our behalf. Now, does that mean that he's going to do it? Well, if it's not his will, he's not going to do it. But if it is his will, and we're praying in accordance to his will, then let it be so in the name of Jesus. That's what we're praying. So, you know, it, it's, it's complicated, right? Uh, Ed Install is saying no real leadership can come from any God or any human that fears them. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, any God that fears them. Well, yeah, God doesn't fear humans, but man, man can fear God. I think that man can fear God. That's important. So maybe I'm taking what you're saying out of context. Um, but no relationship that can come from any God or any human that fears them. Yeah, I'm not really sure what, what you're saying there, buddy, but uh, maybe you can rephrase it. Linwood seems very extreme. Yeah, Dorothy, that, I know a lot of people feel that way. I agree. Uh, Carlos, you're saying JFK Jr. is not coming down on a flying day. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've, I've heard the JFK, JFK Jr. story. Um, not really buying it. Uh, but hey, if it happens, great. But uh, I have never really bought that one. Um, let's see here. Uh, Joe Biden's world, Leonard. Well, I wouldn't say it's Joe Biden's world. Um, from a biblical standpoint, it's, it's God's world. He's the creator of all things heaven and earth, right? Uh, but I have said that we will pray because the Bible says to pray for those in leadership. And if Joe Biden does get inaugurated, we're going to pray that he repents and turns from wickedness, just like everybody. You know, we prayed that over Pence. I mean, we prayed it over Trump, that they would repent and that they would turn from their wicked ways. And I've never seen a president be more open to being prayed for than President Trump. I've never seen a president stand for life more than President Trump. I've never seen a president have more godly counsel around him and be open and humble and willing. So... Uh, that's what's been impressive to me. And of course, I'm all about standing for life because the killing of the innocent brings judgment on any country, on any nation. We can't kill our most innocent. And by the way, I have a lot of good friends in the African-American community. And what just absolutely hurts me so much, there's more African-American babies killed in New York. There's more African-American babies killed in New York each year than there are that are born. And that's a policy that some of these quote unquote pastors are willing to say it's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to be killing the innocent. It's not okay to be killing babies. And, and you know, it doesn't matter what color they are. But, uh, you know, Margaret Sanger was a known eugenist and she was racist. And she's the one that started Planned Parenthood. So if you want to go back in history, study it. It's a sad situation. Uh, what else? Let's see. No, we sat by quiet and let them intimidate us in this mess. Thankful God loves his people. Darlene, we need to repent and change our ways. Absolutely. I'm all about repentance. Repentance has been taken out of uh, the church sermons, unfortunately. It's been taken out. Uh, you know, they stopped talking about the blood, the cross, repentance, turning away from sin. Uh, you know, I have friends, just so you know, that are uh, African-American pastors that are Kojic and other denominations that believe completely different than me politically. But we're still brothers and friends because we find our commonality in Jesus Christ. And on Christ the solid rock, our stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, people who freeze in the North, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's pretty cold. I mean, it's cold where I'm at. Heard martial laws coming two to five days. Don't know if that's true. There's a lot of talk about that. Like I said, only 10 people in the entire United States right now know if that's true. Now here's, here's what I want to say about that. Cause I know that's the big topic right now. And I, and you're right, John, I don't think utilities are going to be shut off. I don't think so. But if that were the case, and if that does happen, uh, first of all, no one knows that, but 10, 10 generals or 10 high-ranking people in our military right now that would know that. So anybody on the internet that's telling you that they have some inside information, it's highly unlikely that they do. If it was leaked, it, that means that in the chain of command, because this is how the military works for anybody that served knows this, it is that somebody in the chain of command leaked the information. Because 
No one would know that unless somebody's been activated and maybe put into a city or put somewhere. And even then, they don't have the full orders. They only have the orders for what they're supposed to do. They don't have the full strate- you know, strategy that generals would know. So even if somebody's active, even if they're special forces, even if they're high ranking, now special forces will have a little bit more insight. But even, even uh, you know, somebody like at a colonel level or whatnot, they might not be read into the full plan. So all these people on the internet that say they know all this information, they don't. Okay, they don't. Because unless there's a break in the chain of command and there's leaking going on in the military, and that would be a travesty if that's happening right now in our country. So there could be some active duty that have been activated for various reasons and purposes, and they could be out there sharing different things. And maybe that's where some of this information is coming from. But I will tell you right now that there's only 10 people in this entire country that know what's going to happen in the next 10 days and God, and that's it. And so all the other stuff that you're hearing, it's just not true. It's not true. Uh, what else we got? Uh, all right. What is Lynn Wood saying? Well, he's been on parlor saying a lot of stuff. Uh, what else? What else? Now, don't worry about the people that are saying mean things. Just bless them. doesn't matter. We love them. We love them. Bless them. I'm not here to argue with people. I mean, it's so funny. If you think I'm crazy, then why are you listening to the broadcast? There's a million other people that are on right now. Why would you listen to me? God bless you. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Any other questions you guys got out there? I'm trying to look through all the feed here. Trump doesn't have to let us know. No, Trump will not have to. He will not let people know what he's going to do ahead of time. Uh, that's very true. Uh, there, there are lots of info on her laptop. Yeah, there's a lot of people talking about that. We don't know that for sure. We do know that they have the laptop. We don't know what's on it yet. Uh, do we know that he has a laptop? Yes, Linda. Uh, he does have, uh, we know for sure that, uh, by the way, love you, appreciate you. Uh, we do know that, that they do have Nancy Pelosi's laptop. That is true. Um, heard that there was laptops taken. Yes, that's true. Uh, impeachment. I don't think impeachment's going to happen because it would not happen in time. It wouldn't matter. Uh, there's a video going around on the 6th in which he turns to a guy behind him. Uh, oh, yeah, Pence. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Uh, don't worry about the trolls. Don't worry about the trolls, guys. Don't worry about them. Um, what else? I don't see any more, more questions. So if I don't have any more questions, I think we're going to let you guys go. Uh, I'm going down, going down. Military is all over the skies. Yeah, there's some people that are reporting that. Um, I have heard that, especially over D.C. A lot of people are talking about that. Uh, military leaving the Capitol. There, there is military in the Capitol. There is military in D.C. right now. So Trump is not a quitter. I agree. Wow, the devil is stirred up tonight. Well, the devil's always stirred up. <laughs> he's, he's definitely stirred up right now because we're in a battle between light versus darkness in our nation. So the, the devil is stirred up for sure. We're, we're talking about innocent babies that could be saved to the tunes of millions. Think about that. Millions of babies that could be saved. It's all dependent right now. Uh, you know, some of the plans that they have are just not only go after the babies, but to go after the elderly too. And to go into this great reset, which, which would be, I mean, just look at the World Economic Forum website. Just go on to the World Economic Forum and look at the website. Look what they're talking about, the Great Reset. Understand UN Agenda 2030. This isn't conspiracy. This is, this is information that's right on their websites. So, you know, do I think there's going to be a 2022 and a 2024 election? Well, there'll be an election, but how are we going to trust it, right? Uh, so a lot of people are saying the Insurrection Act has been signed. We'll, we'll see. We'll know. Uh, we'll know soon enough, right? We've got 10 days. Uh, Jennifer says, is the same military that has been here since the 6th, uh, they were called in after the protest. That's true. 
Very, very true. Uh, the capital until the 24th as per the mayor's request. Yeah, there's so there's military that were called into D.C. Uh, after what went down on the, you know at the Capitol on the sixth, and so that there, there's military there. I've heard it's around seven thousand troops. I think. Uh, how much child trafficking is related to all this? Ooh, Anna, good question. Good question. That's like the ding ding ding. Um, a lot. I mean, child trafficking is connected to a lot of money. It's just like drug trafficking, and that's why they silence anybody that talks about it because there's billions of dollars. Billion dollar industry, and uh, you know we're praying that it stops. Uh, not just the killing of the innocent, but also the stopping of the child trafficking, which is you know really modern day slavery. It's horrible. It's sad. Uh, do I think this will be taken off? Probably. They took off my video last night. They might take it off. They might take me down. You know, I'm a pastor. Amazing, right in America. But uh, they don't like people speaking against their narrative. They don't like alternate narratives. Uh, President Trump has not taken a salary. That's correct, Arlene. You're right. He's not taking a salary. Uh, Insurrection Act is partial military law. law uh, martial law, yeah. Military is in charge. That, that's what would happen um, if the Insurrection Act were to be invoked. It's, it's kind of like a partial uh, martial law, but it wouldn't be like what you saw in the movies. But they would have to go into areas where, um, you know, there's violence, of course, and stop it. Um, no, he's been saying and doing what they tell him to do. He's a major security risk. You gotta know that. I'm not sure who you guys are talking about. Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. The White House will have big trailers, power trailers around it. I've heard that, Jeff. I've heard that. Um, haven't had uh, any any way to confirm that, but I have heard that from people people that uh, are on the ground there. How come Pence called the family of the dead at the Capitol? Uh, and not Trump. I think he did. You know, there's just there's a lot of speculation out there about what's going on with Pence, and, and really, I think uh, we're gonna have to really hear from President Trump when he does an interview on it, and and, and really see what happens, right? Uh, so, Linda, you're right. I'm telling you, it's not over. This is the first day of ten days. Hallelujah. We're gonna stand in faith and believe that. Thank you, Jesus. People are saying it's a Red Sea moment. Yes, Hallelujah. Uh, Yep. So, you know, a lot of people standing in faith. Um, all I'm saying is, is uh, just, you know, continue to pray and let's pray this through. And uh, at the end of the day, we win regardless because the church of Jesus Christ is victorious. And, uh, you know, we need to be praying. Try not to fight. I know it's hard because we're like in a, in a situation where people are so vicious. Look at the people and what they say about me. They're vicious. They attack but uh, you know, I just I, I, I pray for you. If you if you hate me, if you can't stand me, I pray for you. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and you know be as mean as you are to me back because that just why? What does that do? Uh, I, I bless you. I hope that you see that my heart is pure in this and that uh, you know we're just contending for our freedom and our country. I've been just as mad at some Republicans as I have been at Democrats in the last few days. I'll be honest with you. If you guys just think this is like a partisan thing or something like that, it's ridiculous. And what we're standing for is freedom. We want freedom. We want to be able to uh, make money and have a country and have rights and have freedoms. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm friends with Alveda King, who's uh, Martin Luther King uh, Jr.'s uh, niece. And, uh, you know, she's all about freedom and standing for, you know, our rights. And she says, Todd, we fought for the right to bear arms. You know, we, you know for that African-Americans would be able to bear arms. And, you know, here now the, the people in the, in the government try to take away the guns from everybody. Scary stuff. 
and that that would be through legislation. That would be through time. It maybe wouldn't happen overnight, but that you know, it's been very. They've been very vocal that that's what they want to do. So, uh, all right, guys. Well, listen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this broadcast. Appreciate you. Uh, hopefully, I answer some questions tonight. Mainly, just pray and seek the face of the Lord. We got ten days, and uh, we're going to be interceding and praying and. God bless you guys for standing, and we love you. We appreciate you. Of course, if I get shut down or cut off, you can go to toddcoconato.com. Uh, we're we're, we're going to continue to speak the truth and preach the word of God and stand uh, in faith for revival in our nation. That's what we're believing for, revival in this great nation, that we turn from our wicked ways and we turn back to Jesus Christ and the principles and the foundations of the word of God. God bless you. Thank you so much.